ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट नंबर फोर्टीन याणकर्मा यदवाचि तंत्याम गुणकर्म धाम सुदुस्तर वत्सा वयम् सुयोजिता सर्वे वहामो बलिम ईश्वराया सर्वे वहामो प्रोथा नसीवा द्विपदे चतुष्पदे प्रोथा नसीव द्विपदे चतुष्पद यद्वाचितंत्याम गुणकर्म धाम सुदुस्तरवत्सवयोजिता सर्वे वहामो बलिमीश्वराया प्रोतानसीवद्विपदे चतुष्पदहाद्वाचितंत्याम गुणकर्म धाम सुदुस्तरवत्सवयोजिताहामो बलिमीश्वरा प्रोतानसीवाद्विपदे चतुष्पद यद्वाचितंत्याम गुणकर्म धाम सुदुस्तरवत्सवयोजिताहामो बलिमीश्वरा प्रोतानसीवाद्विपदे चतुष्पद इन द फॉर्म ऑफ वैदिक इंस्ट्रक्शन तंत्याम टू योर लॉन्ग रोप गुणा ऑफ क्वालिटी 
karma and work dama bihi by the ropes sudustaraihi very difficult to avoid vatsa my dear boy vayam vi suyojitaha are engaged sarve all vahamaha carry out balim orders to please him ishwaraya and to the supreme personality of godhead prothaha being bound nasi in the nose iba like vipade to the two legged driver chatuh padaha the four legged bulls translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shrila prabhupa my dear boy all of us are bound by the vedic injunctions to the divisions of varnashrama according to our qualities and work these divisions are difficult to avoid because they are scientifically arranged we must therefore carry out our duties of varnashrama dharma like bulls obliged to move according to the direction of a driver pulling on ropes not at to their noses purport by shrila prabhupa in this verse the words tantyam gunakarma damabihi are very important we each get a body according to our association with the gunas the qualities or modes of material nature and we act accordingly as stated in bhagavad gita the four orders of the social system namely brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra are arranged according to guna and karma their qualities and work there is some controversy about this however because some say that since one receives a body according to the guna and karma of his past life it is one's birth that determines his social status others say however that one's birth according to the guna and karma of his past life is not the essential consideration since one can change his guna and karma even in this life thus they say that the four divisions of the social order brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra should be arranged according to the guna and karma of this life this version is confirmed in shrimad bhagavatam by narada muni while instructing maharaj yudhishthira about the symptoms of guna and karma narada muni said that these symptoms must govern the division of society in other words if a person born in the family of a brahmana has the symptoms of a shudra he should be designated as a shudra 
Similarly, if a Shudra has Brahmanical qualities, he should be designated a Brahmana. The Varnashrama system is scientific. Therefore, if we accept the divisions of Varna and Ashrama, according to the Vedic in instructions, our lives will be successful. Unless human society is thus divided and arranged, it cannot be perfect. As stated in the Vishnu Purana, <clears throat> Varnashramacharavatha purushena parahpuman Vishnu raradhyate pantha nanyatattho shakaranam the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, is worshipped by the proper execution of prescribed duties in the system of Varna and Ashrama. There is no other way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One must be situated in the institution of the four Varnas and Ashramas. All of human society is meant to worship Lord Vishnu. At the present moment, however, human society does not know that this is the ultimate goal of perfection of life. Therefore, instead of worshipping Lord Vishnu, people have been educated to worship matter. According to the direction of modern society, men think they can advance in civilization by manipulating matter to build skyscrapers, big roads, automobiles, and so on. Such a civilization must certainly be called materialistic because its people do not know the goal of life. The goal of life is to reach Vishnu. But instead of reaching Vishnu, people are bewildered by the external manifestation of the material energy. Therefore, progress in material advancement is blind. And the leaders of such material advance Advancement are also blind. They are leading their followers in the wrong way. It is best, therefore, to accept the injunctions of the Vedas, which are mentioned in this verse as Yadvachi. In accordance with those injunctions, everyone should find out whether he is a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, or Shudra, and should thus be educated accordingly then his life will be successful. Otherwise, all of human society will be confused. If human society is divided scientifically according to Varna and Ashrama, and if the Vedic directions are followed, one's life, regardless of his position, will be successful. It is not that Brahmana will be elevated to the transcendental platform, but not the Shudras. If the Vedic injunctions are followed, all of them, Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas and Shudras will be elevated to the transcendental platform and their lives will be successful. The injunctions in the Vedas are explicit directions from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The example cited in this verse is that bulls tied by ropes by their, in their nostrils move according to the direction of the driver. Similarly, if we move according to the instructions of the Vedas, the perfect paths for our lives will be set. Therefore, if we, do, if we do not move that way, but act according to our whimsical ideas, our lives will be spoiled by confusion 
and will end in despair. Actually, because people at the present moment are not following the instructions of the Vedas, they are all confused. We must therefore accept this instruction by Lord Brahma to Priyavrata as the factual scientific direction leading to the success of life. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Yashastra vidhim utsrujya vartate kamakarataha nasa siddhim avapnoti nasukam naparam gatim. If we do not live according to the injunction of the Shastras, the Vedas, we shall never achieve success in life. To say nothing of happiness or elevation to higher statuses of living. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport. So we are seeing in this part of the Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th Canto, Chapter 1, titled The Activities of Maharaj Priyavrata. We have been reading how Priyavrata is absorbed in spiritual activities in the Gandhamadhana hills. And there, his father, Swayambhuva Manu, came there to persuade him to come back to the kingdom. Priyavrata was being instructed by Narada. So Narada was there, Swayambhuva Manu was there. And they were giving contrary instructions. Narada Muni was advising him to re renounce the world. And Swayambhuva Manu was instructing him to embrace the world and become a king. And so knowing that this was a grave situation, Priyavrata is in a, he will be in, a, in, a, in confusion. Lord Brahma himself arrived there along with his entourage of sages and residents of higher planets and Lord Brahma has begun to speak. And today's verse, Lord Brahma is saying, Yadvachi tantyam gunakarma dhamavihi. Yadvachi. Vachi. Vachika means that knowledge which is spoken. That's why it refers to the Vedic instructions. Vachi in the form of Vedic instructions. Yadvachi tantyam gunakarma dhamavihi. Tantyam. Tanti means uh, rope. A string, tantyam, is bound. Guna karma dhama bihi. Dhama, ropes. By what ropes? Guna and karma, ropes. So, <clears throat> sudustharaihi. And very difficult to overcome. And nicely Prabhupada explains in the purport. We'll talk about that later. Sudustharaihi. Very difficult to overcome. Prabhupada translates that and explains that as scientifically arranged. You cannot avoid this. Vatsa. Brahma is speaking very, very affectionately to Priyavrata. Vatsa, my dear son. Vayam suyojitaha. And Lord Brahma is saying that all of us we are all engaged. Vayam suyojita. Vayam, we suyojitaha. We are all engaged according to yadvaji tantyam. Sarve vahamo. Vahama. Again, should remember that verse. <coughs> vahama, vahmi, vahama 
means to carry. Sarve Vahamo Balimishwaraya and Ishwara, the Supreme Lord, we all carry out his orders. Balim Ishwaraya, we carry out his orders. We carry out his orders to please him. Bali, Bali means an offering. It is something that is offered to please the Lord. It's an offering to acknowledge that our we are dependent on the Lord. And that's why it is called Bali. So here Bali, Prabhupada translates this as uh, orders to please him. We carry out his orders. He gives orders and we carry out. And we carry out these orders because we want to please him. Because we are all, after all, dependent on him. So, Sarvevahamo, all of us carry out his orders for his pleasure, Ishwaraya. And how do we do it? Do we have an option? No. Protha nasiva dvipade chatushpadaha. Dvipade refers to human being, a man who is driving a chatushpadaha. Chatushpada here refers to the bull because it's talking about protha nasiva, nasiva. And rope which has been strung, protha, prothas, <coughs> sutre maniganaiva. So, uh, like that, it is strung through, the rope has been strung, nasiva, dvipade chatushpadaha. My dear boy, Vatsa, <coughs> all of us are bound by the Vedic injunctions, yadva chitantyam. To the, by the Vedic injunctions, to the divisions of Varnashrama according to our qualities and work. Guna karma dhama vihi tantyam. These divisions are difficult to avoid. Sudustaraihi. Because they are scientifically arranged. We must therefore carry out Vahamo, Sarve Vahamo. <clears throat> Our duties of Varnashrama, like bulls, Chatushpadaha, obliged to move according to the direction of a driver, Dvipade, pulling on ropes knotted to their noses, Protha Nasiva Dvipade Chatushpadaha. That is why Prabhupada begins the purport by saying, Tantyam gunakarma dhama bihi are very important words in this uh, shloka. In the purport, Prabhupada has brought out some very interesting points. In fact, Prabhupada has pointed out in our caste system in our country, one is considered a Brahmana if he is born in a Brahmana family. One is considered a Shudra if he is born in a Shudra family. Why did this misconception come about? Of course, there is the social angle of exploitation and trying to hold certain privileges by the upper class society. Those things are there. But even for that, there was a certain kind of a basis. And that basis is what Prabhupada is pointing out here. One gets a birth in a certain family according to one's guna and karma 
he was associated in the previous life if one is associated in in this life with lower modes tamoguna and because of tamoguna one is engaged in activities which are driven by the impetus of the tamoguna which is activities of darkness sinful activity envy greed kama lust these things are dominating there's no enlightenment at all there's no knowledge there's no knowledge seeking there's no great understanding of life so if one is driven like that one's birth next life will similarly be continuing to be in in a shudra kind of a life so that is the reason and if somebody is in a brahmanical life in this in this life very satvik very peaceful not very greedy satisfied with whatever comes on its own accord and accordingly doing activities which are impelled by sattva guna then all his life he has been living that that way there's a very good chance that he was not sinful and in his next life he'll again be born in satvik life in a satvik family and so he could be born in a brahmana family <clears throat> so there is some controversy about this however because some say that since one receives a body according to guna and karma of his past life it is one's birth that determines his social status this is the controversy <clears throat> others say however that one's birth according to the guna and karma of his past life is not essential consideration since one can change his guna and karma even in this life one may be born in a certain kind of a situation but his guna and karma can be changed in this life is another opinion another uh, uh, understanding and hence others say however one's birth according to guna and karma of his past life is not the essential consideration since one can change his guna and karma even in this life thus they say that the four divisions of social order brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra should be arranged according to guna and karma of this life so which one is correct there is some basis for their understanding that social status is determined by birth and some people say no social status guna and karma can be changed and hence the social status is dependent on his guna and karma in this life <clears throat> and then prabhupada resolves this controversy and then he says this version the latter version that the social status uh, of one of a person is determined by his guna and karma in this life regardless of what it was in the previous life regardless of what kind of a body he got regardless of a certain family he was born in it is according to guna and karma of this life this version is confirmed in the shrimad bhagavatam by now so this version is prabhupada often referred to this verse in the later cantos yasya yallakshanam proktam pumsam varnabhivyanjakam yadanyatreva drishyeta Narada Muni was describing to Yudhishthir Maharaj the different uh, lakshana, the different lakshana of a brahmana 
Lakshana fe Kshatriya, Lakshana fe Vaishya, fe Shudra. So he is saying, after describing that, Narada Muni, in the conclusive verses, he says, Yasya yalakshanam proktam. Yasya yalakshanam prokta. What I have been describing, prokta, all along. Pumsam varnabhivyanjakam. Abhivyanjakam means, abhivyanjana means to classify. Varna abhivyanjanam. Varnabhivyanjakam. So the Varna classification as I have described in the different, according to different Lakshana. Yasya yalakshanam proktam. Pumsam varnabhivyanjakam. Yadanya treva drishyetha. So if this Lakshana is anyatra drishyetha. If this Lakshana is seen, Lakshana of a Brahmana is seen, Anyatra Drishyeta, not in a Brahmana family, but in somebody who is born in a Shudra family, or Kshatriya family, or Vaishya family. Tathe naiva vinirdishet. Vinirdishet means to determine. Tathe naiva vinirdishet. So he should be classified, it should be determined, his social status should be determined according to his Lakshana. Even though he is, it is found in somebody born in Anyatra Drishyetha. So this is a very strong uh, uh, point. This is a very strong principle that the Srimad Bhagavatam advocates. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who developed his whole teachings on the basis of Srimad Bhagavatam. And on the basis of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna also says, Guna Karma Vibhagashaha. He did not talk about Janma. <coughs> And hence, this was, a, this was a very big controversy during the lifetime of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. You can imagine early 19, uh, 1920s, 1930s, around that time. It was a very strong, in Bengal, there was a very strong caste understanding. And Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was uh, opposing that. And there was even threat for his life because he was opposing that. So you can imagine that the, the social circumstances at that time was so... Uh, it's, in today's world, maybe people don't bother so much. There may be some criticism. You cannot openly talk about this Varna, Kshatriya, Shudra and all those kind of things. But it's not such a big thing. We openly talk. We can be anyone born in a Shudra. Can be, the Brahmanas don't bother about it. <clears throat> Maybe some small sections of here and there, pockets of people are concerned about it. But otherwise, by and large, uh, people don't bother. Once I went to Udupi, long, long ago. I think I've told this story. <clears throat> and uh, I was only first initiated at that time. So I was not second initiated. 1985, 84, 85. And then I had made friendship with made friends with some of the students in Udupi. And they became very nice and they were talking to me nicely. And so one day they wanted to take me to their dining hall. And uh, so this person invited me to the dining hall. So I didn't, I didn't know where he was taking. I thought he was taking for Prasadam Hall. So I was about to go. And then as I was wearing the kurta like this, devotee dress. And so they, some of them, some people there called this person who was taking me and whispered something into his ears. And then he came back and he told me, 
uh, you see the practice in Madhva, in our Matha is, when you have lunch, you must take off your shirt. I said, oh, happily. So I took off my shirt, took off everything. And then they were shocked <laughs> because I didn't have a Brahmin thread. <laughs> and so he was very embarrassed. He thought, I sort of assumed that I must be a Brahmana or something like that. He saw I didn't have a Brahmin thread. And then he, those people who whispered to him, they called him and there were some animated discussion was going on. And then he came back and said, I'm very sorry, I have to take you out of the dining hall <laughs> because I'm not a Brahmana. <laughs> so it was a, <clears throat> they seem to have a good mechanism to identify uh, whether somebody is a Brahmana. <laughs> take off your shirt and you will know what Varna you belong to. So like this, so here and there may be some pockets of experience, so people are following these kind of things. By and large, people don't bother. <clears throat> and later on in 1985, November, when Krishna Balaram installation happened, from that's when I got second initiated also. <clears throat> so, uh, this is the controversy. But there is an important point that Bhagavatam points out. Generally speaking, as this verse is saying, Zdustharaihi, the influence of guna and karma on us are insurmountable. You cannot avoid it. It's very powerful. Because guna and karma, guna, that actually influences our tastes. What are we drawn to? What fascinates, what delights us? So, if karma and greed and those kind of things are, those things, that's what delights us. Then we know it is an influence of Rajoguna and Tamoguna. Introspection, philosophical understanding, philosophical insights, trying to know what is the world about? What is this life about? I cannot be peaceful if I don't know what is the goal, what is the meaning of life. That's seeking enlightenment, that's sattvaguna. And prepare to sacrifice everything else to pursue those tastes by which we are driven. That's, that's how gunas work. So these gunas, and because of the gunas, our work will naturally flow from that. So it's very difficult to overcome that. However, there are a few things that Bhagavatam points out. If we come across a few things, or if we take up few things, this guna karma influence can be altered. That's the proposition, that's one of the important propositions of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Guna karma, one's body, one's birth, one's family, may be of a certain kind, but it can be altered. And what are the things that can alter that? And one is that one must come in touch with a pure devotee, one must take up very powerful spiritual processes, and for Kali Yuga, that very powerful spiritual process is chanting the holy name. And 
one should lead a disciplined life of sadhana, of, of sadhana bhakti. And hear Srimad Bhagavatam every day. There is a there is a there's a very important basic principle behind this. When we hear Srimad Bhagavatam every day, as Bhagavatam recommends, and as Srila Prabhupada created that as our life life pattern, right? That's what every one of us in our in in the morning we are Prabhupada created this value system. Actually, right now during Bhagavatam class, if you go around the campus here, Hare Krishna Hill, it will be quite deserted because everybody is here. That's the value system Srila Prabhupada has created. We should not be doing anything else during Bhagavatam class. Every morning we must hear Bhagavatam. These are Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. These value systems Srila Prabhupada enshrined in the institutional activities. Very beautiful arrangement. If we do this day after day after day, Naishtiki Bhakti, Nishta Bhakti will come about. We will become fixed up. Because we are daily hearing what is the purpose of life, who is Krishna, who we are. These things, when we hear repeatedly, it we absorb that. And our understanding becomes very, very solidified. And on the other hand, if we don't hear Krishna Katha, if we don't hear Bhagavad Katha, we will be forced to hear so many other vibrations of the material world. And that will make us fixed in material consciousness. So it's a very simple thing. What kind of association we have, according to that, we get influenced. Our guna and karma get influenced. So guna karma can be changed according to our present life's activities. So this is the potency. That is why it is called Srimad Tavakatamrutam Kalmashapaham Srimad Atatam Bhuvi Grunanti Srimad Srimad means it is filled with spiritual potency. These activities that we do hearing Krishna Katha here chanting the holy name and rising early, all of this sadhana, it is Srimat. It has got spiritual potency in it. And when we practice that, that spiritual potency actually unlocks and, and opens up, cleanses our heart. Vidhunoti suhrut satham, hrudayanthasta abhadrani vidhunoti. It destroys the abhadrani. So this kind of changes happen. When we follow the Bhagavatam process. That's why Yadanya Treta Drushyeta Tatte Naiva Vinirdishet is the recommendation of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And the next point that Prabhupada has explained, Dustharaihi, is that it is scientifically arranged. You cannot escape. Like that conversation that Prabhupada had with Professor Kotovsky in Moscow. Professor Kotovsky was a professor of Indology. So when Prabhupada got his visa and finally he finally got an opportunity to go to Russia. And at that time, uh, the uh, Russian authorities decided Prabhupada was supposed to speak in a public forum. But then when they granted the visa, they canceled that. They said he cannot speak publicly. It was those days it was USSR the Soviet communist regime. 
So he was not allowed to speak publicly. But then the authorities uh, said that he can meet Professor Kotowski. Professor Kotowski was interested in Indian studies, so he was an Indology professor. And so he came and met Srila Prabhupada and Prabhupada spoke to him. And then Professor Kotowski, and that the conversation uh, steers into discussion about classless society and those kind of things. And then Prabhupada explains, you may want to create a classless society, but whatever you do, you cannot avoid. You are a professor, and there are maybe other professors like you. There are scientists and professors like you, who are very philosophical, who are very thoughtful. Aren't there professors in your society? And he said, yes, of course, like I'm one. He accepted. And then he said, Prabhupada said, aren't there administrators in your society? Who are, you know, who have some heroic abilities, they control and they are administrators and politicians and all that. And, and there are army people who are ready to fight. Oh, of course, we have army, we have administrators. And then Prabhupada said, then don't you have people doing business? Of course, it may be highly controlled business, but still there are some people who are doing businesses. <clears throat> oh, he said, yes, there are, of course, some businesses going on. And then Prabhupada said, then there are some people who don't do any of these. Maybe they drive cars or something. Oh, yeah, I have a car driver and such people are also there. So then Prabhupada said, this is exactly what we are saying. You see, there are people. So you cannot avoid dustaraihi. That is why Prabhupada is using a human society has these four kinds of people. You cannot avoid dustaraihi. And hence, now you classify the society according to these kind of, they are philosophical, they are brahmanas, they are kshatriyas, and then train them. All of them require training. Brahmanas have to be trained in brahmanical ways. Kshatriyas have to be trained in kshatriya ways. And Vaishyas need to be trained. Shudras trained in their own way, may not be in certain other ways. They cannot probably grasp and appreciate certain things. This is how a very, very interesting way of organizing the society, that's the blueprint, that is what Vedic literatures point out. In fact, Prabhupada has quoted here, Varnashrama Charavata Pumsena Parapuman. If we organize the human society according to Varna and Ashrama, that pleases Vishnu, it says. Nanyat Tattho Shakaranam. Tattoshakaranam, tattosha. Vishnu will be pleased. Why is it that Vishnu is pleased when these four, four classifications are done and all of them is, do, according, according, do their different duties? Vishnu raradhyate pantha nanyat tattoshakaranam. Why is this considered? Vishnu is served. Vishnu Aradhana happens when you divide the society in this way. And Vishnu is pleased. Why is it? <clears throat> because when one acts in this way, this very nice point that Prabhupada has brought out here, this verse is, you see in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is giving oh, already 916. <clears throat> okay. Krishna is giving various arguments to induce Arjuna to fight. And in the 18th chapter, 
towards the very end. Now Krishna has described a lot of philosophy. Now he says, Sve sve karmanya bhirataha samsiddhim labhate naraha. Sve sve karmanya bhirataha, abhirataha, engaged in. Sve sve karmanya bhirataha. If one is engaged in one's own duties, samsiddhim labhate naraha. Naraha samsiddhim labhate. A human being can attain perfection. Svakarma nirataha. If one is engaged in svakarma nirataha, siddhim yathavindhati tatshrunu. Now I will explain how one can attain siddhim vindati, yatha siddhim vindati tatshrunu. 1845. And in the next verse, Krishna explains. Very, very interesting verse. Very beautiful. How Krishna, in this such a one simple verse, he encapsulates a lot of things. Yatha pravrittir bhutanam ena sarvamidam tatham svakarmanatham abhyarcha siddhim vindati manavaha. Two points Krishna is mentioning here. Yatha pravrittir bhutanam Yena sarvamidam tatam. I'll tell you one small imaginary real life story. Okay. An IT company in Bangalore. There was a meeting going on. Few people. And the head of this group, he was very tensed and he was telling everybody. You see, by next three days, we have to get this done. Remember, this is a hundred million dollar project, overseas project. We can't afford to fail. And then he was addressing and then he said, you are the leader of this whole group. You must ensure this happens. We are just having three days. And then he was talking and addressing that leader of that small group. And then suddenly his phone rang and he looked at the phone and but this tensed meeting was going on. He just put it down and then and in a few seconds later again it rang. So he, he told the, the big boss who was addressing them, he said, so just one minute. Sir. And he said, okay. And he went, stepped out and then he continued, okay, next one day what we will do, next two days. And then after a few, two, three minutes, he came back. And he was visibly disturbed. So this big boss asked, tell me what happened? What, what happened to you? What, what, what call did you get? And uh, the person said, my mother is very ill. And that was my father calling me. And she is probably on the deathbed. And they want me to come home immediately. And I have to travel to another city. So three days left, $100 million project. Mother is on a deathbed. Father is calling, come immediately. And so this man thinks for a moment. Then he taps him and says, don't worry, go. 
Right now you should go. Take care of your mother. And then he leaves and then he continues the talk. So why this story? <clears throat> see, when you see the mother is sick, even if it's a hundred million dollar project, he'll say, go, attend to your mother. That's the value system, even in our country, in our society, modern society. Isn't it? Because mother is considered very special. Because mother and father they are the ones who caused us. We have come from them. And they are ill. And they are on the deathbed. Hey, what kind of a man you are? Hundred million dollars is more important for you. Better go. That's the value system. Right? Because our father and mother are the source of our existence. But philosophically, Krishna has spoken already 18 chapters. Now Krishna is now saying, Yatha pravrittir bhutanam. Bhutanam pravrittihi. Now I have explained to you that who is the source of all living entities. Yes, actually father and mother are the source of our body. Not of the soul. The source of our soul is already Krishna has explained in the 15th chapter Mama Ivamsho Jiva Loke Jiva Bhutasana Mama Amshaha Krishna is the source of all living entities. Pravritti means source. Yatha Pravrittir Bhutanam Krishna is the source of all living entities. I have described to you, Arjuna. Yena Sarvamidam Tatham. And the living entities are, where are the living entities? In this material world. And what is this material world? The material world is Krishna's energy. We are surrounded by Krishna's energy. We are supported by Krishna's energy. We, our bodies are made of Krishna's energy. Our mind and intelligence which works is actually another Krishna's energy. We are immersed in suffused with Krishna's energy. Everywhere it is Krishna's energy. What do we have for our existence? Just that everything, we are Krishna's part. Our body is Krishna's energy. The world we live in is Krishna's energy. There is nothing that is outside of Krishna. That is the position. Yatha pravrittir bhutanam ena sarvamidam tatam svakarmanatam abhyarchya. And hence in this material world, if you organize the world according to guna and karma, according to varnashrama, and by your activities, tam abhyarchya, if you worship him, if you serve him, whom? Who is the source of all living entities? Who is pervading all this universe? Because it's his energy. If you serve, if you perform your duties and in that way serve him, Siddhim Vindati Manavaha. And Prabhupada, that's why in the purport, Prabhupada begins this. If you read the purport in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna, Prabhupada explains why these two things are there. As stated in the 15th chapter, all beings are fragmental parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord. 
As such, the Supreme Lord is the beginning of all living entities. This is confirmed in the Vedanta Sutra Janmadhyasya Yataha. This is Yata Pravrutthir Bhutanam explanation. The Supreme Lord is therefore the beginning of life of every living entity. And the Supreme Lord by his two energies, his external and internal energy, is all pervading. Therefore, one should know, one should worship the Supreme Lord with his energies. Generally, the Vaishnava devotees worship the Supreme Lord with his internal energy, etc. So, <clears throat> so by when we do our work, according to their respective gunas and karma and all the, the, guna, the activities are arranged in such a way that we serve Vishnu through according to our different activities and by doing that we come to the transcendental platform. Everyone, not only, Bra only Brahmanas will rise to the transcendental, Shudras will go, no it's not like that. If Varnashrama is followed, if it is strictly followed, like a bull being led by a driver, by a man, if it is followed according to Yadvachi, according to Vedic injunctions, which are unavoidable, Dustaraihi, then everyone will be elevated to the transcendental platform. That's the point that Prabhupada is making here. It is not that Brahmanas will be elevated to the transcendental platform, but not the Shudras. If the Vedic injunctions are followed, all of them, Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, Shudras will be elevated to the transcendental platform and their lives will be successful. This is the point. That is why Vishnu is pleased. We have to rise to the transcendental platform if we have to understand Vishnu and if we have to come to the point of serving Vishnu. So that is the reason the Bhagavad Gita in the 18th chapter, Krishna is bringing the importance of Varnashrama. Swadharma, uh, uh, Swakarmana Thamabhyarcha. Coming, doing the duties of Varna and Ashrama and pleasing Vishnu that way, worshipping Vishnu that way. And uh, Krishna is bringing to this point. And then there are more things. It is coming to the transcendental platform, understanding Vishnu. Reviving our relationship, different kinds of relationship, different rasas of relation. All that will be described in the Bhagavatam. And furthermore, it will be refined in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. That's why you see, when Ramanandaraya Chaitanya Mahaprabhu conversation happens, Ramanandaraya's first recommendation is this Varnashrama Acharavatha. Tattoshanam, Nanyat Tattoshanam. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Iha bahya raya, tell me something more. And then he continues to explain more and more and more. That's why where Bhagavad Gita ends, the Bhagavatam starts. And Chaitanya Charitamrita takes it even further. So all of these things are very nicely described. And hence, following the instructions of the Vedic literatures, Organizing the society according to Varnas and Ashrama is the beginning of civilized life because that will elevate one to the transcendental platform. We'll stop here. Grantarat Shimad Bhagavatam ki Shila Prabhupada ki jai.